0: Hello and welcome to the streamcast. I am Tyranator and I'm joined by... Oh, you're a Pokemon. All right. I'm Professor Oak. I'm on brand, isn't it? I'm and brand, I think I've said that name before, but that's okay. All right. Wait, this is yeah. Yeah. Oh,
1: then I'm Gary Oak. Then I'm Gary Oak. Let's, let's quickly run that back. <laughs>
0: let's super
1: quickly run that back. Do you know what? Bundat, Bundat, I'm going to be blue. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. I think I've been right. red already. I've been red That's red why I'm wearing red. blue as well. I
0: oh I'm brand. Okay, yeah. On which Brent. is why you went for his grandfather first. Cool. Yeah, uh, like I inherited oh,
1: the forgetfulness. Oh. Like, you know how Oak like just can't remember his own grandson's name. I think I'm getting that
0: now, which is why that happened. Awesome stuff. And this is our special Pokemon Day appreciation. We're gonna celebrate 25 years of Pokemon talking about our favorite memories. And to commemorate this special time, we've got some special guests. I'm very pleased to announce this. First of all, you may know him from Red Devil's Advocate. You may know him from Past Assault, the Duke of Dark Souls, Preacher of Pokemon, the one, the only Past Assault. How are you doing, man? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good, I'm good, thank you. And our second guest, the Prince of Pokemon. The patriarch of Pez. He was so good at Tango Fiesta, they actually named a weapon after him. He is local. And we know who he is. The Baron of Birmingham. The man. The warrior. Shogunash.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You- <laughs> <laughs> hey, that intro guessed me what? <laughs> after everyone, I was like, mm-hmm. i'm good i'm happy to be here man thank you thank you
0: glad to hear it i try to be as nice as possible on the podcasts, so Mm -hmm. there we go on brand (laughs) (laughs) so i really wanted to first of all start off with everyone's journey with pokemon and i guess we'll start with sean the pasta. what was your first pokemon game and do you have any memories associated with that game
3: so my first Pokemon game was Pokemon Crystal, and when I first got it, I absolutely hated it because as like a six-year-old kid, I did not care for reading games, and I was like, what is this trash? <laughs> 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 but once I actually realized what I was doing and actually followed the story, it's got me through eight generations of games, and I absolutely love it. But nice. One, one thing I don't love, though, back in the days of the, the Game Boy Color, sitting in the back of a car, trying to aim, aim your screen at the street lamps as you're going past. Like, oh, no. I can still play this.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, the pre-GBA eras. You oh.
2: Try and get that little, that little USB like that would stick out the side of the thing and like coil that round. But that was a pawn. It was like forty quid. It was like that. Mm.
0: <laughs> How about you, Ash? What was your first Pokemon game, and do you have any memories associated with it?
2: Yeah. So the the first Pokemon game I ever played was Pokemon Red, and it wasn't mine. It was my friend's. Um, I stayed over at his for it was like a weekend or school holidays or something. And I think he'd already played through it. His first ever playthrough, actually. We, like, all the kids around his area were all, like, crowded around. It was the whole thing of, you're in the light. I can't see you. And I didn't know I was good at Pokemon then, but it was, it was actually the last battle of the, um, I think it would have been facing Gary, I think, I guess. Um, and I told, I told the guy to use Skull Bash. I don't know why, but I was like, you Skullbush instead. Um, and like survived on like three health, and then I was obviously hit for massive damage the next turn, um, because of the defense boost. And they're like, Oh my god, how did you know that? And I was like, Yeah, I, I knew that was gonna happen, So sort of thing. It was kind of like a, a happy accident sort of thing. Um, and then he was like, Yeah, just play through on your own, just do not have a playthrough. I just fell in love immediately. I already loved the TV show. Um, I had the little Pokedex thing that you could get as well. Got that for a birthday and stuff, and it's just been a proper love affair ever since. From there, so uh, yeah, that's that's where the journey started.
0: Oh, nice! That's a pretty cool story. So you've always been, I guess, good at Pokemon. Then, like I, instinctively. Yeah, I guess. I guess it's just one of those
2: games I've always kind of got, but then kind of like looking back now. Compared to where I look at now and say I'm good at Pokemon, back then I was garbage. <laughs> but uh, I, I always kind of had like a little knack for it. But I think there's there's so much more in the game now to to even look and be able to say, yeah, I'm kind of good at this game. There's so much that goes into it. But yeah, I've I've always had some kind of affinity towards it. Definitely
0: awesome. And Isaac, what was your first Pokemon game? And do you have any memories uh, associated with that game?
2: honestly can't remember
1: it's either pokemon fire red or pokemon coliseum so fire red my godmother got it for me and like it was the best gift ever because i was like in love with the show and fire red basically just follows the show so it just felt like i was ash and i just couldn't put it down like it's all i did when i got it day in day out and me like an idiot so like you know so I played FireRed and when you get the gym badges, they let you control Pokemon up to a certain level. So in my head, I thought that I had to get my Pokemon up to like level 30 after the first or second gym badge and then 50 and then 75, etc., etc. That's how I was playing the game. So like the way I was grinding for ages, but I still wasn't upset. I was like, oh, I love this. I was like, yeah, let's do this. But yeah, I was a stupid kid. Uh, and then eventually <laughs> I realized... I don't need to do this. I can just, just go through. Um, so it made like the campaign a little bit calm, a little bit easy. And I just went on from there, just loving Pokemon. And then Colosseum, that's how I knew I loved Pokemon. Cause like my mom must've seen the love in my heart cause she got me Colosseum. My mom just doesn't, just when I was a kid, just didn't buy me things. It was either Christmas or it was birthdays. And it was all about the education. It's so, like literally it must have been the way I asked her, the way I approached her as a kid. But like, I think a week later, she just got it for me. It wasn't my birthday. It wasn't nothing. She just got me Pokemon Coliseum, a GameCube, and I just fed in love. Like seeing these Pokemon in 3D, like not, not on the screen, like, well, obviously on the screen, but like just being able to to, to control them, just like in the show and like seeing them, we've seen the fire come out. I was like, this is absolutely amazing. And then like seeing legendaries, being able to catch them and like in Colosseum you could steal Pokemon from like other characters and I've always wanted to be Team Rocket just because everyone's an idiot in the Pokemon world literally you're going to a fire gym just bring a ground type or a water type and you'll sweep no one does this so I was like you know what Team Rocket like they make sense I always vibed with them and you could steal Pokemon I was annoyed uh that I couldn't steal Pokemon from other trainers because like people would throw out um Monsters like like an Aerodactyl or a oh, I can't remember what is and isn't in Colosseum, but like there'd be Pokemon that I'd want, and then like literally I tried to throw it, but like you had an assistant, this girl that followed you around because she could see the shadow Pokemon, and she'd be like, maybe you shouldn't do that. And in my head, I'd just be thinking, you know what? Maybe I should have left you in that sack at the start of the game and not deal with <laughs> your nonsense for the whole game. Maybe I should have done that. Let me steal Pokemon. And the thing is, you start as one of the villains as well, and I was like oh, this is so sick. When you start the game, yeah, like you blow up your old hideout, you run off with your Pokemon, Umbreon and Espeon, and you're in like this really cool like motorbike that like hovers. Literally, when I saw that, I was like, oh my goodness, Pokemon is the best franchise ever made. I've just been in love with Pokemon ever since. I think I rambled on a bit too much, but uh, yeah, first Pokemon game was either Pokemon Fire Red or Colosseum. And I just loved those games. I just ate it up like you know when you're this is pokemon for me you know when like, you're eating a really really nice meal and you're eating it and you're eating it, and it just it just goes away and then like you're doing something and then you look back and you realize your meal is gone and you're just filled with sadness that's pokemon for me like i just i can't get enough that is that's pokemon
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's probably because, it's probably because you ate two thirds of the sandwich before you finished the second gym. <laughs> <laughs> hey, probably. <laughs>
0: well, for what it's worth, I don't think he rambled. I, I thought that was a really good story. I really do like the fact that you thought your Pokemon had to be level fifty. To yeah, be at whatever gym. Cool. That is hilarious. Just mm-hmm. uh-huh. <laughs> bullying.
3: <laughs>
0: and I guess for me, my first Pokemon game was Fire Red. I remember getting it on a golden Game Boy Advance SP, and Ooh. it was the Legend Ooh. of Zelda one. I wish I still had it, it was amazing. And yeah, I just banged out Fire Red all the time that was my introduction as into Pokemon, the game. I was well aware of Pokemon the anime. And I think this was around the time where back in school, people started to distance themselves from Pokemon because it was a bit kiddie, And then they started to align themselves with other enemies such as Dragon Ball Z. But yeah, I think one of my favorite memories is struggling with the first gym leader, Brock, because I would always pick Charmander. And the typing would be the absolute worst. And yeah, I struggled with him for a very long time. And yeah, it's not until a long time after that I realised I could have just leveled up, got got a metal claw, or caught a grass type Pokemon. I was very bad at spreading the love. I only cared about my first <laughs> Charles was like level seventy and the rest of my party was like level thirty. It was Really bad when I eventually got to the Elite Four. Like I was legit just Just give it to Charizard. If you can't find Charizard, you're not making the party. Just find him. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and... Give it Charizard to the end of the season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, was that would have been so cool. much worse for you if you played the original Pokemon Red, because Charmander doesn't learn Metal Claw, though there, there was no Metal Claw, there was no steel in the game. So we started with Charizard you were screwed unless you caught like a Nidoran to learn double kick or you'd have to chance it with a Butterfree and hope that um, confusion did the job but yeah Charmander was useless for the first like third of the game in in yeah it was just horrible and it only came good like towards like the end of it but yeah
0: yeah yeah because I remember beating Brock and then having to go against Misty which really, really felt like the game had something against me. All right, how are you giving me Rock and then War on my starter? Yeah, uh, so yeah, that was, that was really <laughs> difficult. <laughs> but, you know, it's done something with me. I've always picked Fire as my starter Pokemon, and I think now I see it more as a challenge now than anything I do appreciate. I don't know, there's just something about the Fire aesthetic that I find very cool, very alluring, and the fact that I guess fire types are the most rare of the three star types. Yeah. That also, there's not a lot of good fire types in Pokemon in general. So, yeah, I think I tend to find myself starting off with the fire type.
2: Yeah. So, yeah. It's a, it's a yeah. fair shout. It's, it's what people do when they do Nuzlocke as well. Like, I guess for any listeners who don't know what a Nuzlocke is, it's a kind of way of making the Pokemon game harder for yourself, a bit more challenging. And like e Pokemon will if they faint, they're gone for the whole series. A lot of people will go and pick the fire starter just purely because a lot of games don't have a lot of fire Pokemon in and definitely not good ones either. So yeah, that's that you would approach strats. Go on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I haven't done a successful Nuzlocke yet, so I'll tried it a few times and yeah, yeah it don't go well. <laughs> yeah, preaching to the choir, mate. <laughs>
3: What yeah, do you mean? Uh, we, we've done a couple successful ones.
1: Well, well, do you know what? Yeah, when Andy was telling the story, all I could remember was how you just power leveled your Emble and then we wiped to the Elite Four. We could have done it. We could have done it. But I've you had to do an Andy strap.
3: <laughs> and then everyone else is like 20s to 30s. I was,
2: oh.
1: I was so vexed <laughs> with you. Wow.
2: <laughs> and that's one game where you cannot afford not to have your whole team. Good as well. Yeah. Yeah, Delete for that is a massive difficulty spike. Yeah. Like, yes, it was.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. So I guess this part of the show we will have an open discussion and just talk about our favorite Pokemon games, stories, and I guess Isaac, let's start with you. Do you have any Pokemon games that stick out? I've got a few, you know, and it's, it's really upsetting, but
1: I think I'm going to go with... So I've really talked a little bit about Pokemon Fire Red, which is basically Let's Go, and I talked about Colosseum a bit. I'm going to talk about Pokemon Conquest. So Pokemon Conquest is a game, like Pokemon Ranger, like Pokemon Colosseum. It just kind of changes the formula up a little bit. Conquest a lot, actually. So... You actually play as the Pokemon themselves, and you got like a navigate a like a map, and you only get like one move, one ability, and you basically have to wipe out the other team or complete a set of objectives. Uh, so like maybe capture all the flags, and then when you do this, you you take over the region, and then you have to like train the people you've, I guess you've you've taken over, and then like grow your army. And then you just expand all over the Rantai region, uh, which is what it is in the game. Which also kind of looks like Arceus. Actually, it does look like Arceus. And it was just a really cool concept. I don't think I've explained it or done it enough justice, but it's it's a game I keep going back to because you are playing like Pokemon in its purest form, in my opinion. Because like you're you're back in the, I think you're back in the, uh, the Edo period. I think I might be wrong but literally it's basically like everyone's this kind of samurai and your own character kind of they evolve in a sense so they get more like samurai armor they look more like a samurai they become a general as you take over more land and you want to get more generals under your command and like to to take control of other generals one of your generals or yourself has to defeat that general in battle a scrub can't defeat them in battle and they join your army like they have to be Conquered by the big dog of your team, and literally, Conquest is such a banging game and it's so underrated because a lot of Pokemon games you'll see in many forms or like they've been redone or like ported. This game has only ever existed on DS and it hasn't been shown enough love. If you ever like see or find a copy or at Comic Con, I do recommend trying out this game because, especially if you like strategy. You can't just go in there and earthquake your way to victory. Nah, none of that will work. You'll just lose straight away. You have to like deploy positional strategy, um, elementals like uh, know how, and then even knowledge of like the map and terrain because there are certain like traps and pitfalls and like shortcuts. And it's just a really underappreciated game. And you know, it's it's banging, it's banging, and it's a different perspective. It's, it's a great game,
0: awesome. So, in that game. Your team of Pokemon? Because you can so, you Pokemon. Yeah. Team. Okay. I didn't explain that. So
1: basically, like you are like the shogun of this small land, very much <laughs> like Ash and Birmingham. Um, and oh, basically <laughs> <laughs> and basically you have one, you have your own Pokemon. So you get one, you can like collect more, but you can only deploy one into battle. And then you've got like a team, and they each have their Pokemon. So you yourself have an ability. And then you have a pokemon that has a move so like you can exchange different pokemon to get different moves but your ability always stays the same so it becomes like mixing and matching abilities and moves um and then basically when you go into battle you you want to win basically take over a new land and then you have to like look after your land defend it and expand to to new regions basically so you are your own character with an ability but when you go into battle you take control of like up to six Pokemon battling another six Pokemon. If that makes sense.
0: Okay. I answered yeah. your question. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Thanks. I think that makes sense. It's a dope How game. About you, Sean. Any Pokemon games throughout time that have interested you?
3: So, my all-time favorite game is Pokemon Diamond. Oh, okay. It was the. <laughs> <laughs> thank you it was the first uh, pokemon game obviously on ds so it brought a whole new like light to the scene of the touchscreen elements to it and it's kind of overlooked because obviously platinum came out which is a uh, more like finished edition but what i really loved about diamond in particular was the the pokemon themselves and all the extra bonus things that was part of the game. So, like, you could go underground and, like, mine for ores and stones and things like that. And if you complete the decks, you can go and meet, I believe it's Professor Oak, and get more starter Pokemon from previous generations. Ooh. So, that was really cool. That also, was big
1: back then as well. That was massive. Yeah. Back then. Yeah.
3: Like Being able to have a, a Pokemon game with more than your local starters, it's like, oh, I can I can now have Charizard again.
0: Yeah. <laughs> hey, That's all that means to me. Can I play Charizard?
3: <laughs> also, it was the first game that I was actually able to trade Pokemon because like, come from a bit of a, a less fortunate uh, background, shall we say. I was able to trade Pokemon with Isaac and this was the first ever Pokemon game where I completed, like I can honestly say I have a hundred percent completed this game. Mm -hmm. Like we traded all Pokemon, got the Pokedex did absolutely everything that you could do in this game. And yeah, it's just like, it's it's always going to be my favorite. Like I've got somewhere like three to 400 hours on that game. And I'm I've never started a new game on it. I'm like that it means too much to me.
1: Same that black Trainer card looks so sexy. It's so good with the it five stars. That's
2: Oh, is that what you get for completing everything. Yeah. 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 Okay. It's kinda of wavy stuff.
3: <laughs> You're like, Are I have we- a Pokemon black card. Get on my level. <laughs> yeah, I, I was
2: just to say, like, you know, are flexing, then cool, safe. Should have
0: <laughs> This is the time to flex all your Pokemon, knowledge, your achievements, all of that stuff.
2: Wow, well, oh, if that's okay. the case, then uh, well, well, the should, second half of my... this podcast is about to get mud. <laughs>
3: <laughs> should, should I shall I whip out my 500 hours on Pokemon Sword? <laughs> Goodness. Is that you? Even... Is that is it? That it? <laughs> Ooh, a fighting oh,
2: that, talk. Uh,
3: come on, we can do that. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> Ash, Ash. I challenge you to a Pokemon battle.
2: <laughs> oh god, no, no! You've got
0: nasty teams. <laughs> <laughs> so, to anyone who isn't aware, Ash and Sean are basically <laughs> the Pokemon version of Barcelona and Real Madrid. Every time they battle, is El Clasico. Feelings are bound to get hurt and bodies are bound to get laid. Yeah. It is always a great sight. <laughs> but you know what's weird? Like,
1: home team never has the advantage. No, I like always lose on that home stream.
3: <laughs> <old> always. <laughs> <laughs> both us moving at Man United. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. Oh.
0: shaky. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <a bit cheeky. laughs> uh ash yourself any games that will just live on with you memories
2: yes um so pokemon crystal is the first one that i ever bought for myself um i bought a secondhand um game boy advance sp you know the, the little flip phone one yeah like that. those are cool um and uh Found a copy of Pokemon Crystal, like, secondhand at, like, one of those little, kind of, like, marketplaces, things. And I was like, yeah, let me get that. And fell in love with that game. And even as a kid who didn't have a lot of time to spend playing games, I think I still got, like, 300 hours into that. And then started trading over old Pokemon from, like, yellow and red and stuff and copies I hadn't learned about. And just really immersed myself into that as as a Pokemon experience as opposed to just playing the game. Um so then when Heart Gold and Soul Silver came out and obviously had all the new mechanics as well as I think the way that obviously they were able to put a pop-up colour palette on what was already a brilliant region anyway. I love Johto as I'm sure you can imagine from the whole Shogun Ash name and stuff. I like kind of the ancient Far East. That's kind of a thing that very much uh kind of encapsulates what i'm interested in um so obviously that region very much replicated that from the start um the, the way that they represented that in heart and soul silver they got the colors perfect the the soundtrack was amazing for it as well i think it was probably the first pokemon game i played where they had like real cutscenes. i think the only one that was that had a cutscene from before then. That was really good. Was the Rayquaza one where it comes down um, mm. and basically tells Growdawn and Kyogre to shut up and go to sleep? Um, <laughs> but like it, it had it had everything. On I mean, looking back, the, the DS wasn't particularly powerful, and for what they did with that, especially with the Pokemon games, it's kind of like yeah, you you, you really. Put your foot in that and, and did what you had to do with it. Uh, I, I love that game. I it was the first time I started playing anything close to competitive as well. Like that cemented the fact that I was going to be playing Pokemon well into my thirties. Uh, so it, it was it was at that point. It's like yeah, you know this this franchise as much as I love it. Anyway, this is it for me. Um, I don't obviously from a technical standpoint, Sword and Shield is phenomenal compared to the other ones going back but in terms of as an experience and just how much i enjoyed it i don't think it would be i'll be hard pressed to find a pokemon game that i'll enjoy as much as heart gold to the point where i don't even know if i want them to remake it so i don't don't think they could capture that same essence again like with with the way that with the new art style and the new engine like great things with it i don't know if you'd kind of get that same feeling as you get with the 2d equity city looked amazing in there i don't i, I mm, think i'd be mm. too critical i think heart god was so good for me I'd be, I'd be hyper critical of any remake now beyond that but yeah that's that's definitely the game that stuck out for me yeah, i love that game brilliant game
0: sick yeah i think so uh, I love my Pokemon, but I I wouldn't call myself like the biggest fan in the sense that I haven't played every generation. Obviously my first game was, I think, Gen 3, because Fire Red obviously relates to Red in terms of the Pokemon there, but it's Gen 3 technically. So Mm I I missed a couple of Gens there straight off. Emerald was an all time favorite of mine. And I think the cutscene that you mentioned is part of that reason. Just I think moments in your formative years. Like, just stay with you. And, yeah, there was just something bigger than everything that when you saw Kyogre, Grudon and Rayquaza all there. And, you know, Team Aqua and Team Magma were kind of, like, not that important in comparison to these Mon. So, yeah. yeah, that was a really awesome moment. I really liked Pokemon Diamond, and I'm really glad that Sean brought that up because I think that's a game that kind of just gets missed when people talk about their favorite Pokemon games. It, it's just... Yeah. It's one of those ones where it was good, but like there were so many other great Pokemon games. And I think after Diamond, I kind of was like, Okay, I think that's enough for me now, and I just stepped away from Pokemon for a long time. So I missed X and Y, I missed Black and White, I missed Heart Golden Soul Silver, and I kind of paid attention again around Sun and Moon. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't entirely convinced to buy the game myself. So there's that. (laughs) Uh, But when I saw Sword and Shield and all of the, the, the hype leading up to that game, I was completely sold again. It was one of those rare instances where it's not the same as it was back in the day, but it's kind of made me feel like I'm back six years old again. And it captured the magic of Pokemon so well. So if you were to say your top Pokemon game, or even the top three, what would you say, Sean?
3: Oh, that's, that's a really, really tough question, you know?
0: Can we make it a top five? We can make it top five if you want. Is <laughs> top, top five easier? <laughs> five? That's like half See, I, the, I, the, I, the franchise Go yeah,
3: on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I appreciate top five, but I feel like top three has to be more critical because you have to actually like proper love oh. those games. Mm, so, yeah. because of. My connection with Pokémon Diamond that has got there first. I have the same feelings about my one. It was Soul Silver uh, because of my like uh, Pokémon Crystal. So, like, I absolutely love Soul Silver. So that would be second. But then third, I might have to go with Pokémon Coliseum.
2: Okay, uh, I like that. I like, I like that as a shout. I'm not mad at that. Ash, how about yourself? Heart gold. Clear first. Like clear, clear, clear. Then <laughs> I really like Sword and Shield. I know for like a lot of kind of like Pokemon purists, area they, it, it's cool to not like Sword and Shield, but I really enjoy it. It's it's a fun game. There's a lot of post game obviously that's coming in the form of DLC it's the way the industry is but I think it's it's the Pokemon game I've put the most hours into by far and I don't think I can really understate that really so that I think that's got to go in second and then I want to say Emerald probably either Emerald or Red Emerald or Red um I think Red's got a lot of nostalgia for me. Obviously, it was the first one I played. Um, it got me into from the video game side of things. Looking back, it's a really broken mess of a game. Like, it's terrible. It's really bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, 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 it is, without a shadow of a doubt, the worst Pokemon game from a technical standpoint. At the same time, that laid the foundation for everything we kind of love about this franchise but as as a quality of game i'd I'd go with emerald and a lot of cool things in there and obviously that cutscene. so yeah
0: yeah that's fair and red is one of the first ones if not the first so I guess mm-hmm. for it to be the worst Pokemon game isn't the biggest insult. Yeah, exactly. It's supposed yeah. to be. You would hope
2: you get better every time. And from a technical mm. standpoint, they, they almost always have done I think I can't think of a time they've really taken a technical step back, so it makes sense.
0: Yeah. And Isaac, what about you? What are your top three Pokemon games? Bro, this is such a hard decision to make. So I'm going to go with
1: Pokemon Colosseum. Um, With an honorable mention to XD, just because Mm. first 3D Pokemon games with an actual like story, unlike what a campaign, yeah, unlike Mm. Stadium and Stadium Two. I Really like the fact that you could steal Pokemon, uh, it just really changed the dynamic so Bad massively. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, all like the memories, the challenge, and you're like, Steal Pokemon, yeah, for no, no. the woman in you the it was mad.
2: <laughs> mad, like, you're not even like stealing Pokemon, you're freeing them from worse people. But he's like,
0: Nah, I'm on this jacking thing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, don't no. tell him that because he would just suddenly not be interested. Freeing them, nah. Yeah, yeah. nah. But
3: like good deeds, want... that ain't for me, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I've had I've but... had eight generations of good deeds. I don't want that anymore. I want to steal these untied. Pokemon. Yeah. I want to be Team Rocket from the outset. <laughs> you know what? So here, two
1: scenarios, right? In Pokemon Fire Red, when you defeat Nugget Bridge, this guy on the end of the bridge is like, "Do you want to become part of Team Rocket?" And the amount of times I say yes, but it just can never happen. Yeah, and I then, tried
2: that. I'm not gonna lie. I tried that.
1: I'll give you yeah. that as well. Yeah. <laughs> and then in um in Soul Silver, like you can actually put on the gear, but it's only for like a small portion of the game, and you don't even get to keep it and reuse it, which is really annoying. And then in Let's Go, you actually get to have a Pokemon. I mean, a Rocket like outfit, but it's not genuine. It's been kind of like. Altered in a way, so you're not quite Team Rocket. Um, and do you know what? Coliseum gets me there, but also like it's a really cool strat to let's say you're fighting someone and like it's down to the wire, and you just can't take out their last Pokemon. I can't ultra ball game over. I've won now. Like, you have no more usable Pokemon.
2: So scum.
1: That is
0: oh. Good. Oh, crutch. oh my goodness, so good. <laughs> I, I'm um, not
3: gonna lie. I appreciate what you just said there, Isaac, because for those of you who aren't aware, there's an action replay tea cartridge. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: And, yeah. And I may or may not have partaken in uh, snatching up a few Pokemon here and there in battles that were a bit tougher.
2: <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I,
1: would
3: li- I would like
2: Thank everyone you. to know I'm a purist and I would never do such a such, uh... Mate, eyes, that press
3: has a happy home as well as <laughs> <Cynthia's Wow! Garchomp. laughs> the Elite Four, mate. Cynthia's nah. Garchomp is living a happy life with uh, a certain man in this podcast's friend. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> wow, I fully
1: respect that, Sean. I fully respect that. Um, but I mean, apart from the stealing. It had really great characters. Like, all the bosses were quite vibrant. My favourite one was Mirabee. Like, this yes. guy of some massive, like, Pokemon afro. And his theme was banging. Like, yeah. I would not want Best to end the battle.
2: Best music Hands down. Series.
1: Hands yeah. down. And, like, the music just got better from Colosseum to XD. It was just always so good. It was just a really enjoyable experience. And then, like, they had little things where you'd find, like, case files that told you more about, like, how these Pokemon underwent the shadow process, etc. etc. Mm-hmm. And to this day, there's a guy that lives in Agate Village who was apparently an amazing trainer. He only has a Pikachu. And I think that's Ash. And I will die on a hill <laughs> for that theory. I will die on a hill for it. No one no one comes to me with facts and proof, all right? I'm that's that's it. That's my <laughs> We're head.
2: Facts. We're not here for facts.
1: We're Thank here for agenda, not facts. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Pokemon Quality teams out there. For the exact same reasons as Sean, Diamond, I have not been able to restart it. I won't. That is just the way it is now. Uh, but I've actually got access to a copy of Pearl, so I'm definitely going to go back and like go through that region again. I won't repeat what Sean has said, I'll just add to it. I think that they added a lot of like great Pokemon. And in terms of uniqueness, I still think Gen 4 has the most unique selection of Pokemon, unique like towns. Everything is just, it's, it's, it's Pokemon, but it's ever so slightly different. And I really enjoyed that. And the third one, oh, this is really hard. I think to make it easier for myself, I'm gonna go with games that kind of follow the traditional formula so I can leave out Pokemon Conquest and not feel bad. So the last game is gonna be Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. And this is only because I really love red and all its flaws. I love the fact that your your speed determines your crit. Literally, Persian, one of the best Pokemon in the game. <laughs> yeah. I love how there's there's no physical special split, just getting Alakazam, just one shot everything. And there was a glitch where ghost Pokemon didn't actually beat psychic types, it was the other way around and then like fire red leaf green like absolutely loved those stories but like when i think back i did hate the fact that sometimes i had to grind or like going through grassy areas was just annoying like i could pop a repel but then that would stop me from finding like shiny pokemon or training to an extent like as much as i enjoyed it i didn't enjoy how much graft i had to put in it and then looking back on it now like it looks great but games look better now so for me let's go just kind of encapsulates everything I like about Kanto and just really simplifies it. I could literally just chill out and play Let's Go. Don't have to grind, don't have to fight Pokemon, like wild Pokemon. I can just see the Pokemon I want to catch straight away, like in Sword and Shield. And that is a really nice quality of life kind of thing. And literally you can find all three starters in the game with like amazing like IVs, which is great. You don't struggle as you play the game. And it's just a really relaxed way to play kanto which is one of my favorite regions so i'm gonna go with pokemon let's go even though i hated it when it first came out and i thought it was absolute trash um but then i played it and i was like oh yo, this is nice this is it's not amazing it's just nice you Can sit down and just relax so yeah top three it's not amazing but it's top three it's not you know what it's top three because it's not amazing it's just a relaxed just fun <laughs> trip through kanto
0: yeah that's all right it. Yeah. okay
2: there's a lot to be said for a game just being fun.
0: That's like, no, true. Yeah. Mm.
2: I, I can hear that. I can hear that.
0: So I think I would probably go Fire Red, Emerald, Shield. And by that, I just mean either either side of it. Mm-hmm. Emerald also, is. No, in particular order. Just like. As in yeah, um, yeah. Fire Red slash Leaf Green, because they're essentially oh. the same game. Emerald and then Sword slash Shield. I haven't played sword but i really love shield and i agree with ash i think it's just a trend that people do and i think we see it in all sorts we see it in sports we see it in all sorts of society where whatever's going on now we're kind of downplay it a bit and we just say things like oh it's all right or no that, that's crap that it's it's going on now and because of that it can't be great yeah. and we hold previous installments of games or sports or you know um teams in higher regard and i think that's a bit it's i think it's a natural thing that we do but i think it's a bit negative i think sword and shield is arguably one of the best games we have got in the pokemon series and i think it really deserves its flowers now and not 20 years later Yeah, yeah i think i think there's just so much that sword and shield do well and you're absolutely right. There are some things in uh, the older games that don't age well. Like in Fire Red, when you have to have HM's to progress oh. into the further in the game, like oh. you have to give one of your Pokemon cut like the worst move in yeah. all of Pokemon fandom.
1: Like it's just why is it ninety five percent accurate? At least be a hundred. <laughs> don't waste yeah, my time.
2: Yeah, yeah I can't. How I can't replace be... this ever again. Let me you,
0: let it work, please. Yeah, Yeah. like having to learn surf or waterfall, which was really garbage in those gens. Flash, I guess Flash wasn't (laughs) Flash was a (laughs) par.
1: Flash was a waste of time. Seventy percent accuracy. This is useless. This
0: is absolutely Uh, trash, and you can't get rid of it, especially in the first gens. It's only good use was in a cave. Like you didn't really need it. So, yeah, Flash was. One, I think the worst one for me but in these new games where you don't have to do that I think Sun and Moon might have been the first ones to properly erase them it might have been before uh, but,
2: I think you might be right there I think you got rid of the vast majority and then
0: completely
2: eradicated in Sword and Shield um, yeah I think Sword and Shield's the first one it there's been absolutely no need for anything yeah. like that because you, uh, you get the bicycle that goes over water and things
1: like mm-hmm. that
0: so and you got like the Corby yeah. Knights. Mm. Yeah,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. Are there
1: waterfalls in Sword and Shield that you have to go on?
0: No, I, no. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I'm really happy about stuff like that, and I think that just goes to show that the developers have matured and become smarter and better as well as the gamers themselves. And I think now that I'm talking to myself, I think I'm going in reverse order. So Fire Red is third, Emerald is second, Shield is first. I really like Shield. I think Nostalgia has a lot to play in. Fire is always going to be one of those games I talk about. If you were to ask me in 20, 30 years, what was one of my top five games, Red is probably going to be up there because of the cover art, because of how fun it was. Like kind of being Ash, but better Ash, where you were a proper strategist, having to fight against really tough trainers. And yeah, there's just so much... That you could just learn from so games like that.
2: For anyone that's listening, obviously, they probably won't know that I'm, I think I'm the oldest person here, right? By a fair are you 24, Ash? <laughs> yeah, we'll run with that. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. um, You're the oldest by two years.
2: Uh, okay. Um, so you, you guys um, started on well, basically not first gen. I think some sort of you may have gone back, but did any of you actually play? Pokemon yellow. Yes.
1: yes. I loved it. Okay. because
2: Yeah, because yeah, th- that was the real Ash Ketchum experience there. It was like to the they did that to the point of it matched the anime to the Pokemon that you wouldn't be able to see. So obviously you start with the Pikachu, your rival's got an EV, you can't find Weedle in Viridian Forest because Ash messed up and didn't get one.
0: Um
2: <laughs> and all that sort of thing. And you had a proper it was and for me, obviously, also being Kordash, and the playground comparisons that happened there, and I'm like, no, I'm I'm actually good at this game. Don't, don't, don't disrespect me. <laughs> um, that that was, that was a real that was the real ex- that was the that was the experience for me of like, right, no excuses now. I want to do this thing. The same way you had to do it. I can't plot arm on my way through Brock's gym by ten non sprinklers. I'm gonna show you levels, and <laughs> <laughs> like, that was. Yeah, oh. uh, no, it's a proper, proper nostalgia um, trip with that, definitely. So, yeah, I, I get what you mean with the whole the, having that, that ash-catching experience and, and trying to do it better, because, yeah, PTSD. That's the only reason I'm good at it now. I have to prove.
0: And <laughs> 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 don't love me with that bum. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Let's do some team-building exercises. Oh, here we go. So each of us has become a gym leader. You're going to pick your type of Pokemon and three Pokemon that you would have in your gym leader team. So let's start with Ash. Uh, I'll give you the most experienced.
2: <laughs> um. Okay. So I am a big fan of water Pokemon, uh, which would be no surprise to you guys because you've watched my streams. So... I like them because of their versatility. They normally have really good like secondary types that you can play around. There's no immunity to it, so it, you can always at least do some damage. And yeah, I, th- I think just I think they're the best type. Obviously, mathematically they're not, but yeah, I think Sean will probably be able to tell you what my first water type is going to be. You'll probably have to be able to name all three of my team here. But I would go for Toxapex. I would go for Gyarados, and I would go for seismitoad. Uh Those are my three. Your Seismitoad is nasty. Like, well, my a piece of work. It's good. Yeah, it's good. Uh, deliberately so. Um, <laughs> that, was, that, that was a happy accident. Um, that was there was literally a stream where the title stream was Seismitoad, yay or nay? Because there's a part in the um, wild area where, at the time, you would. Dr- cycle past it all the time. And a seismic to pop out if you want the wandering ones. And I've never used one before. So I was like, let me just see if this is a viable Pokemon or not. Uh, the one I caught had the poison touch ability, which means if it makes a physical contact with you, it has a stackable chance of poisoning you on top of any other effects. So I was like, OK, I can make this work. It just ended up accidentally creating one of the nastiest Pokemon I've ever used. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, that, that's my three. That's my water gym. Not, no one's coming and getting his cascade badge facts. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ooh, let's go with let's go with Isaac next. What's your type in your free Pokemon?
1: Shogun's done that. I, I need to know what the steel badge uh in Pokemon is called, because I can't be some scrubby gym leader who doesn't know the name of his own badge. Alright, the mineral badge. So my team would have to be Helo and Sandslash, because I think Ice and Steel is a lovely, lovely combination. Um, especially when I have to deal with Dragon types. And honestly, I didn't think it'd do much, but during my um, playthrough in Let's Go, like it was just the MVP of my team. Aegislash, because uh, I just love its design. I think it's just a beautiful Pokemon that's really well designed. And form change is disgusting, especially with some like Sword Dances just literally carried me through x and y and i think the last one on my team is durant just because in terms of like attack stat oh it is just brutal it's an absolute monster if you come in and your like defense isn't even like average you're 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 ruined like you need to come in with something good and i feel like i've just gone from like Pokemon I loved, and not even anything like a competitive, but like if you come, but as I've said earlier, in the Pokemon world, trainers are idiots, so no <laughs> one's gonna come to my gym with a team full of fire types. So I think I'm gonna be okay as a gym leader.
2: You have yeah, to be my team, Pokemon anyway. They are oh, banging, bangin. Ash, and Duran are both very competitively viable. You mm-hmm. still have
3: nightmares, don't you, Ash?
2: Yeah I, <laughs> like, yeah, I don't like any anyway as a Pokemon to face. I've never used one, but I don't like to face them. And Sean's got a Durant which is just horrible. Like I hate that thing.
0: Proud of you, Sean. So <laughs> proud of you. Yeah. <laughs> awesome stuff. And Sean. How about you? So
3: because Ash has gone for wait. Why is this all about me? <laughs> <laughs> Already. <laughs> just yeah, you pace, bro. You <laughs> there are certainties in life in it like there are taxes there's death, there's Maguire starting in the lineup and, then there's, you and me in it. Like, there's just certainties in life <laughs> so since he's gone for Water Team I feel like I have to counter that and go for a Grass Team mm-hmm. and he knows why mm-hmm. so my Pokemon are going to be a Tortera, a Decidueye, and uh, Ash, I'm going to give you the honour of of naming my last Pokemon.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's
2: a Venusaur. I knew it. This is disgusting, Sean. (laughs) (laughs) Sean has got a nasty, nasty Venusaur. That's it's a brick wall. It is. (laughs) (laughs) I can get past it now, like. Um, like, but it's still horrible. Like, if I see at what line, cost, Ash, at what cost, at the cost of about two Pokemon <laughs> and five times setup, that's, that's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, God. that's good team. Good team,
0: yeah. I, I think you, you'll make some good points. Water types are arguably the most versatile, <laughs> I think. Although it does pain me a little to say, I think they've got. Just about the most coverage, you know. They can, a lot of them can learn ice type moves, I believe. And obviously, war types can mess up a ton of different types. And yeah, grass types aren't aren't they known for being tanks
3: sometimes? Yeah, so they've
2: got got decent special defense. Um, they're slow generally, although there are Mm. a few, obviously, exceptions to that. Um, but yeah, they're, they're. they're good in both special departments. That's their kind of type thing. Um, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Haynes <laughs> in my um, rear is what I'll say.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and um, for me, this might be predictable, but I'm going with fire type. Cool. Okay. Cool. So I'm obviously starting out with a massive disadvantage to Shogun here,
3: <laughs> but
0: I think. But I think, like as Isaac said, in the Pokemon, in the Pokemon law, trainers are dumb, and oh, yeah. they're more like just with... don't fight each other. Yeah, gym leaders don't fight that's each true. other. So That's completely fine to have. Well, Sword and Shield though.
2: Yeah, they're doing Sword and Shield. Everyone's like everyone's talking tent- about, Like, yo, bring me in. Like, go, go. <laughs> <laughs> There's people trying to get into your gym right now, and you're here just. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, yeah, I'm going to go for Charizard because yeah. he's made a lasting impression on me. Mm-hmm. I don't the go anywhere.
2: I'm going
0: to go with Arcanine. Big fan of Arcanine. I, I think, ones. yeah, like, if you're talking Fire-type Pokemon, Arcanine's got to be up there. Yeah. Absolute monster. And that one's always difficult. Yeah, 3 is a nice number because I always struggle with the third. Um, I'm going to go with Let's we'll see Houndoom.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: Ooh. Nice.
1: Houndoom got a great design as well.
2: Yeah. 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 Houndoom looks good. Okay. I like that. I like that. That's a good team. <laughs> <laughs> I, awesome. I, I was I'm, thinking of Fire types. I, was, I I I know who I would have gone for in that situation. But how do you might make me change on mind? I, I, I <laughs> oh,
1: like by that. the way, Andy, you're banned from my gym. Like I don't, I don't want you within. Oh yeah, you're you're
2: it. <laughs> Your gym might be like first or second gym in the story. I'm
0: not going to lie, bro. It might be. Yeah. Yeah. When you yeah. said ice and steel, I was like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
2: yeah, yeah. I was like, does anyone have ember? Like, don't even worry about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't even even <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. it, bro.
0: I'd love to go to the grass gym as well if you want I'm not yeah. going to lie to
3: you. Yeah, my tutorial will have your team in minutes.
0: Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Wait. Yeah.
3: Drop a couple yeah. earthquakes, yeah. If you can get past uh, that, our Venusaur's a and fast. Yeah, None <laughs> of your Fire types fly, so yeah, you're getting
2: mm-hmm. earthquakes. Yeah, that's yeah, true.
0: That's true. Earthquake, mate. Uh, I think
2: Sean's would beat mine just because. Oh, actually,
3: Venusaur alone is tanking your team, man. <laughs> nah, nah <laughs> maybe no maybe, not the, maybe not the Gyarados, maybe it's not true. the Garados, but then it's that's it. why I have like the SIGUI as well because the is taking Decidueye. Yeah. My really
2: hey, listen, listen. My, my team, yeah, i not only came with three Pokemon because that was the challenge, I mean, but that's only half of my elite 14, bro. You can beat me, <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm, I'm out there in Victory Road in that, yeah. Indigo Plateau and everything's there. Hit me. You, let me let me know how it goes in there. me. <laughs> Can
1: I just say quickly? When you come to my gym, make sure that you have a fully evolved Charizard, please. Uh, I'd really appreciate that. Thank you.
2: What so it can oh, destroy God, you in your entire
1: gym? <laughs> no, 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 no. Cause... Why?
2: What are you trying to get done here? How's do, how the play right? out? Here's the thing.
1: I'm pretty sure. And if I'm wrong, then I'll just shut up straight away. This is going to be painful. at least. One of my Pokemon might be able to learn Stealth Rock.
3: One if of I your can Pokemon can learn Thunder Fang, and uh, it can uh, also speed the Charizard. Yes.
2: Stealth Rock is not your play, though, because most people give Charizard heavy-duty boots, which makes this that is entirely true. redundant.
1: This is true. Yeah. But if I can also hit it with an Ice move or a Thunder Fang, as Sean has said, mm-hmm. maybe I stand a chance. I don't. I
2: don't.
3: Can I fall on that Durant? Yeah, it's taking out the Charizard.
2: Say that again if it comes out first. If it comes out first, are we are we dynamaxing? Because Dynamax Ooh. changes Charizard. Dynamax makes Charizard an incredible Pokemon. Whereas normally it's like if Charizard's probably like an A-tier Pokémon, the fact that Dynamax exists makes it an S-tier without question. Damn. Because it has it has access to boost its own speed, which it's it's a fast Pokémon, but it's not like lightning quick, it's not like top tier. But having Max Airstream. Two of those, you're outspeeding absolutely everything in the game, and at that point, if you hit first on a Durant, you're taking it out. So that's what it is. If you send Durant out first, your gym is a problem. Other than that, you 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 might have a hard time.
1: All right, thank you for that advice. I'll take that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Which brings I'm me mega. to my next
1: question. <laughs> Which brings my next question. Do you think Mega Evolution? and dynamaxing can exist together yes, and do you think it it'll come back mega evolution i don't, I don't think, really. I don't uh, think it's so good
3: as well. it should though can you imagine I think it should as well having a dual team yeah a dynamax venusaur and a mega venusaur on the same team
2: i'll uninstall the game <laughs> you're <dumb>. <laughs> <laughs> i, 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 that. I, that, that I think me. ash
1: took that personally
2: yeah, that was really, really. That's, like, that's basically you didn't tell me to to go screw myself that's what that was you, know, <laughs> you don't even want that you just want that's that, that's for me <laughs> I, now yeah. um i i, I like dynamax though i think dynamax is really well balanced in that it it doesn't turn your pokemon into a monster it allows you to, at best, double the amount of base HP that it's got and gives you some stronger moves. It lasts for a short amount of time, so you have to strategize around it. Um, could you imagine, like, if Dynamax lasted the entire battle and mm. you had a fighting Pokemon and it was Max and Knuckle and you just kept doing it, kept doing it, <laughs> and kept doing it, kept, there's nothing you could do about it. At some point, it's just gonna start one-hitting everything. I think they've balanced it really well. It's obviously not as much fun as Mega. The designs aren't as great as Mega, sure. And obviously, they are factors, but as purely as a battle mechanic, I'm taking Dynamax all day.
0: Yeah, I think I'd agree with that, just because... Essentially, I'd be echoing what Ash said, but I think Dynamaxing has brought a very interesting part to the entire strategy of battle now. So I think the fact that... it's only three turns. I really like that. You can't just relax, uh, rely on that. It's not a crutch for you. You kind of have to plan a few moves ahead or, um, yeah, you're going to find yourself back where you started. I think Dynamaxing is really cool. I, I just, I like how balanced it is. Mm. Yeah,
2: I think, I think it's a really good
0: system. I like
2: it. Again, it's one of those things that at the moment it's kind of like cool to dislike it and it's like, oh, they just made the Pokemon bigger. But it's like that. it, it, it it, it, it's good. I like it. Um, I, I only have a limited experience with Mega because I didn't own those games. I've played a bit of them and stuff. But just generally, just from like doing research and stuff and being a massive Pokemon nerd, Dynamax is, for me, the one that if if there was a choice to bring one or the other back, my vote would be for, for Dynamax
3: 100 so.
0: Our second team building exercise is to somehow build a team of six Pokemon between the four of us. So I think I've given Shuan the first yeah. pick.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay. So obviously Venus will has to come up first. Uh, all right. It just has to. <laughs>
2: okay, fair enough. Um, I wish. Uh, all right, what? Why? Are you? Why <laughs> it's good coverage, yeah. You're on the team, Ash. You can't be, be fair, play. it's the same I team, know. yeah. I know, okay. Am I am I next?
0: Yeah, uh, Ash, you are next. I think because you're the guest, I've given you both an extra pick,
2: mm-hmm. okay. But Venus, uh, um, I am gonna go with Toxapex. I'm going go with okay. Toxapex, okay, yeah, nice. Mm-hmm.
1: I's next gonna go with one of my favorite Pokemon from Sword and Shield, uh Cotton Guard because Yes,
2: the goats, come on, the literal oh. goats. I don't know. Nothing's getting through that. Yeah.
0: So I'm gonna try and not mention a Pokemon I've mentioned before because Charles would have gone straight in there. Um <laughs> 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 uh, but I'm really enjoying playing with Bolt Hound. So okay. I'd put him in there. Um yeah, I'm really enjoying them. This team is so annoyingly well balanced
2: right now. <laughs> why is that It's <laughs>
3: it's about to
2: get more yes. well. Balanced. Nice. Because if, if I was to build a team like this, I know I'd make so many errors already. And it's like, why am I so bad at team building? Like that's a real <laughs> downfall for me. I'm terrible at it. So what we've got, we've got Venusaur, we've got Toxapex. Toxapex. Bolton and um, Isaac Kreebyshaw's choice
1: again. Double. I don't know if I'm saying that right. because yeah. so I yeah, nicknamed yeah, yeah. No, it yeah, and never learned the name. Okay, cool, yeah. cool. Um,
3: So, my final pick is going to be Togekiss.
0: Oh.
1: oh. <laughs> Question, how is Togekiss used in competitive? Because I know it's really good. Annoyingly. But
3: annoyingly it. is how
2: it is used in competitive. <laughs> I like it
1: already. <laughs>
3: it's too good. It, so, it can so be a wall. Cool. It can be a special attack. Or, uh, if you stick a weakness policy on it as well, because everyone wants that out of the game immediately, yeah. Then you're just boosting its own stats by taking a hit. Oh, sure. Class. It's, it's
2: probably. <laughs> yeah. If if one person's got a Togekiss and the other person hasn't, that is the odds in their favour. That's how good that Pokemon is. Regardless, like that's what? already just. Right, they're probably going to win. You're gonna to have to play around with
0: that. Um, uh, and the final Pokemon for this party. Right,
2: there's there's two that I'm stuck with here. So the the two and Sean's gonna know why. One of them is Driftblim and the other one is Como. What's Como? Como is a fighting dragon Pokemon. It's got Ooh. really it's it's a very unique Pokemon. It's got well, it's two abilities are really good. They can cut out like a third of really powerful moves. Um, So one's soundproof, which means any sound-based move just doesn't work. Mm. Um, And the other one is bulletproof, so any projectile move like Shadow Ball, Pyro Ball, anything like that just doesn't work. Ice Ball, which is obviously a massive weakness for it as a dragon, doesn't Mm. work. So, but it's also got um, clangorous soul, which is a move that boosts every single one of its stats by one and then takes a third of its HP down. That's a but, small
1: price to pay.
2: Small price to pay, especially because it learns Drain Punch. You get your HP straight back. Okay, um, That's <laughs> broken. Ooh, that's <laughs> an interesting stat. Uh, well, I also pivot into that from Driftblim. Driftbloom learns Stockpile, which boosts both of its defense stats, but only caps out at three. So, three turns of that, and then I'll bat and pass those stats onto Como, it's not going to take any damage in that first hit. It's, I'll then drop my my HP by a third, but also boost all my other stats, and then just sweep. Um, it's 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 nasty. But I don't know which one of those to, to pick. But I think because the rest of the team is so offensive, I'm going to go with Drift just as the support.
1: Uh, yeah. Ash, remember what you said earlier about all aggression and vibes? I don't <laughs> think you're following that right now. <laughs>
2: Okay, if you if we're going the question of vibes, if it's just Hollywood haymakers, then yeah, Como is, is yes. Is, 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 oh Como. my Come then. <laughs> Como for the crutch.
0: All right, Como for the culture. Love to see it. All right, that's a really good team. I was worried that we'd we'd overlap on like typings and stuff. Really, really bad. Nah, yeah. yeah. All right. Um, awesome. make, make, a
2: note, make a note of this team. I'm going to try and <laughs> win with this team. I'm, I'm, going to try, I'm going to try and build this team and win with it.
0: We'll definitely, we'll definitely write that down and see if this team could go all the way. Or if you could make a team that could beat this team. That will be hard. Uh, it's
2: a really good, team. <laughs> really good team. It's massively offensive, but it's, it's really good.
0: So if you're listening to this pod, let us know how you would do in the team building exercises. First of all, which type would you pick and which free Pokemon would you have in your party? And which six Pokemon would you build in your party to take on our six? Come and have a go if you think you're hard enough. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening to the podcast. And thank you very much, Sean and Ash, for joining us on this amazing podcast celebrating 25 years of Pokemon. <laughs> of course, if you've been listening to the end... And you have any suggestions as to what you think would improve the Pokemon franchise? Let us know. Get to us on Twitter or Instagram at Streamcast underscore. Subscribe to us on YouTube, Streamcast. Follow us on Twitch, Streamcast TV. And at this point, I'd love to allow our guests, because I'm very bad at this. Our guests, please shout out your own platforms. Let's start with the pasta.
3: So... I have a streaming channel on Twitch, which is Twitch.tv/passassort491. I am a duo stream with Mr. Blue up there. Uh, we are variety streamers, good vibes, good wholesome community. When Ash isn't taking part and just ripping on us,
1: <laughs> very true.
3: <laughs> you can follow us at. Pass assault six on Twitter, and I believe it's Pass four nine one on Instagram as well.
0: Awesome, and Ash.
3: Yeah,
2: so I am Shogun Ash on everything except Twitch, which is Shogun Ash Live. Yeah, so I stream a lot of Pokemon, both new and old games. Um, I also do a lot of variety uh, streaming anyway. So at the moment, I've got like a Hitman series going on. Um, so I've also got some cool Pokemon tournaments coming up as well, which uh Sean will be a part of. He's actually the, the, the favourite for pretty much all of them. Did, the, did you, the, you like my reply email? I haven't even looked yet. I haven't you done the admin today. but yes. Um,
3: I'm looking forward my, to my reply is kind of like a threat to you because you it. said to copy you said to copy and paste a certain part of the email, uh-huh. and I copied the part. But then I also copied the underneath part, <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I'll be uh, attending. Yeah.
2: Good luck. <laughs> good luck yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you guys are into Pokemon content, there's going to be plenty of that on my channel very, very soon. Some really good stuff. We've also got a, a Nuzlocke series, which is going as disastrably as disastrously as Nuzlocke's go.
0: Awesome. Thank you very, very much for being a part of the podcast, both Sean and Ash. We really appreciate that.
3: Of Of course. Thank you for having us.
0: Make sure you all take care of yourselves and your loved ones. Stay safe, keep on gaming, and we'll catch you on the next Streamcast.